Today on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. Seven Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast hosts join me again to celebrate the holiday season by playing Christmas-themed music from a wide variety of film, TV, and video game scores. Join Robert Daniels from Obscure Scores, Jason Drury from the Archive and Talking Soundtracks, Lee Bricknell from Filmic, Jay Blake Fischera from Scored to Death Radio, Randy Andrews from The Anime Spectacular and The Essential Soundtracks, Eric Silver from The One Upbeat, The Voice of Cinematic Sound Radio Tim Burton, and me, Eric Woods, for our annual Yuletide Spectacular. So sit back, grab a cup of eggnog, kick up your feet and relax, as the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast begins now. On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. And welcome to the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. My name is Eric Woods and I am your host wherever you are listening to this show today. I want to thank you for joining us. It really means a lot that you've taken time out of your busy holiday schedule to hit play on this podcast and listen to the show. I really do hope that you enjoy it as much as we all did putting it together. Now, we've been putting this show together annually since 2018, and I want to thank personally Jay Blake Fischera for making sure we did produce this show this year. I've been so ridiculously busy during the latter stages of this year that I didn't think I'd have time to put this show together. I really thought that the All Request Christmas show that we aired a couple of days ago was going to be our Christmas special this year, but Blake DM'd me on Twitter and asked me if we were going to do the show. I said no, and all I got back was a reply with the letter K. Now, I I know it's tough to read tone online, but man, I could just feel the disappointment in his, I'm going to say voice, but just in that single letter K. So I actually slept on it, uh, woke up the next day and wrote Blake back saying this, you know what? I got to thinking last night and I think we should still do the holiday celebration episode anyway. It's something that all of us at Cinematic Sound Radio can work on together, and we all love doing it. So, yes, we're going to do our annual Christmas show as well as the all-request show. So there, you can thank Blake for this show, and we will always, I promise, put together an annual Christmas show for you from now on. Now, before I begin, I just want to again personally offer my thanks to the great team here at Cinematic Sound Radio 55 new shows went out this year, including this one, and not including any new shows that go up from now until the end of the year. We are almost 25,000 downloads away from 500,000 total downloads since we made this a podcast, or at least as long as I've been tracking the show on PodTrack and Chartable, but we won't get into those details. Uh, We are actually up 101,000 downloads since this time last year, which is Absolutely incredible. We've been ranking in the top 200 
all over the world. People really, really like this show. So a big thanks goes out to Jason Drury, Eric Silver, J. Blake Fischera, Robert Daniels, Randy Andrews, the voice of Cinematic Sound Radio, Tim Burton, and in-house composer David Casina and Lee Bricknell. I, I owe you everything. So thank you very much for making a contribution to this podcast. And of course, I can't forget you, the listener. Thank you very much for spending time with us today and throughout the year. And a shout out to the Cinematic Sound Radio Patreon family. It's been a great year conversing with you, getting to talk to some of you personally on this show, as well as sharing some of your favorite music on the podcast via the All Request show, which is literally one of my favorite things ever in the 26-year history of this show. I can't wait to do more in 2023. So let's get into the program, and as we did over the course of the past five years, this show is a collaborative effort. Every participating host will get a segment of their own on the program to play whatever festive score they see fit. So on the show today, you're going to hear a wide variety of Christmas, holiday, winter-themed music, including Diddy Kong Racing, Fate Grand Order, The Christmas Dragon, Claus Family 3, Christmas Carol the Movie, a Christmas horror story, and a Charlie Brown Christmas. But before all of that, here is Tim Burden speaking about the score to Santa Claus the Movie with Dave Lee, who was the French horn soloist on the score, and Dave starts the audio by speaking about working with composer Henry Mancini. But Mancini, it just totally controlled, and it was a joy. Beautifully timed. We're approaching the festive season here, and certainly one of his best scores, overlooked sadly, but one of the one of the best scores that you played on was Santa Claus the movie, yeah. recorded with the the National Philharmonic off the air earlier. I, I showed Dave the kind of roster of, of players, and it's incredible peak of their powers. So let's hear a little bit of Dave and, and the full French horn section, which I'll I'll tell you about after we hear. Some of the best moments from Mancini's Santa Claus the Movie, 1985.
music from Santa Claus the movie and uh, such a festive sound. It's a wonderful score, and I must say, the uh, the French horn players playing with Dave Lee, so it would have been Derek Taylor, David Cripps, Jim Handy, Shirley Hopkins, and Andrew McGavin. Um, terrific section, and you know what what a sound. Henry Mancini and Santa Claus the movie. Yes, it's um, it's kind of a, a seasonal favorite now. You know, whenever the film was released, it was a massive flop and no one seemed to like it. Although I think it's it's gained a nicer kind of following now. But you as musicians, do you ever kind of feel any kind of feelings about films not being accepted that way? Or do you just kind of take it as a gig and, you know... Yeah, you do take it as a gig because it, it, it's, it's followed on immediately by moving on to something else or doing, doing something else. Um, yeah. So you, you do take note, you know. Um, I mean, I don't remember anything about Santa Claus really, and the the the, the, the way the press treated it. his magical kingdom at the top of the world comes the greatest living legend of all time. Yo! Oh, oh! Bringing a Christmas gift for everyone. Are you him? Are you Boy, I hate it when this happens. This is the real story of Santa Claus. Told for the very first time. Starring David Huddleston. It certainly should be. John Lithgow. And Dudley Moore as Patch. A film filled with wonder, adventure, and excitement. Have a magical Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Merry Christmas! Listening to the flagship show on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network with your host Eric Woods. Welcome back to the Cinematic Sound Radio Christmas Special. So it is time for my segment, and on today's program, I'm going to play for you music from a Charlie Brown Christmas, and it is absolutely insane that it took me 25 plus years to finally play this classic album slash score on the show. I mean, I know, I know, but I mean, I still have hundreds, thousands of scores 
that I haven't played on the show yet. So anyway, I'll be playing music from this 1965 Christmas classic and holiday staple for generations. I mean, my grandparents watched it. My parents watched it. I watched it. Now my kids watch it. So for those unfamiliar with this Christmas special, it is, of course, based on the comic strip Peanuts by Charles M. Schultz. The show was produced by Lee Mendelson and directed by Bill Melendez. The program made its debut on CBS on December 9th, 1965. In the special, Charlie Brown finds himself depressed despite the onset of the cheerful holiday season. Lucy suggests he direct a neighborhood Christmas play, but his best efforts are ignored and mocked by his peers when he chooses a real but puny Christmas tree as its centerpiece. Now, I haven't seen this special in quite some time. Maybe since I was a teenager, and even then some of it just went over my head, meaning that I didn't really pay attention to it that much, or at least paid attention to the story. It was just kind of a nice thing to have on during the holidays to get you ready and pumped for Christmas break. So, having watched this show a few weeks ago, just to, again, to get me into that Christmas spirit, uh, well, in the description that I outlined, Charlie Brown is depressed, and I mean with a capital D. I mean, this poor kid, I mean, one, here's a kid who's depressed on Christmas. What in the world happened to him before this show started? Next, instead of getting support from his friends, they actually put him down, throwing Charlie Brown into a deeper depression. Now, Lucy suggests that he direct the school play, which is a good idea, but it turns out to be an absolute disaster because the kids are uncooperative, especially Lucy, who's, I mean, the one who told Charlie Brown to direct the play. So in order to control the cast, he decides to get a tree to set the proper mood for the play, which I mean, is a great idea for Charlie Brown. Well, Charlie Brown picks up a small sapling. It was like basically the only tree available. And Charlie Brown now feels a bit more positive about the situation, even though this tree is a very weak representation of a Christmas tree. And, you know, he mentions that he's going to put some decorations on the tree and that will liven it up. So he takes the tree back to his friends and they basically scorn him and, and laugh at him. I mean, what in the world is going on with this show? So, I mean, Charlie Brown quits the play. Good for him. And takes the tree and decorates it on his own. But even that fails when he puts a heavy ornament on the top and the tree just basically bends over. I mean, Charlie Brown is... <laughs> this kid's got it bad. So... Moving back to where they were working on the play, the kids are kind of feeling like crap after what they did to Charlie Brown, so they seek him out and help him decorate the tree, but no one apologizes. But once the tree has been finished being decorated, the kids just start singing. You know, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, I never knew how utterly depressing and mean-spirited this special was, and it's been hailed as a classic for decades. Now, I know Schultz's goal was to focus on the true meaning of Christmas, but did most of this special have to be so insufferable? I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but holy smokes, this show, this special is, I mean, 
it just feels like it's everything that is the opposite of the true meaning of Christmas. Anyway, let's get into the music. Uh, the soundtrack to A Charlie Brown Christmas is an unorthodox mix of traditional Christmas music and jazz. The jazz portions were created by Vince Guaraldi and the Vince Guaraldi Trio. Producer Lee Mendelssohn, a fan of jazz, actually heard Guaraldi's crossover hit Cast Your Fate to the Wind on the radio not long after completion of his documentary Charlie Brown and Charles Schultz and contacted the musician to produce music for that special. So Giraldi's new theme, Linus and Lucy, became an instant hit. So when Coca-Cola commissioned a Charlie Brown Christmas in the spring of 1965, Giraldi returned to write the music. Giraldi recycled Linus and Lucy from the early special, as well as writing two new themes, which have become Christmas staples, skating and Christmas time is here. Uh, interesting note is that in the weeks preceding the premiere, Mendelssohn encountered trouble finding a lyricist for Giraldi's instrumental intro and penned Christmas time is here in about 15 minutes on the backside of an envelope. The special was originally broadcast on CBS in 1965 and rerun each year from 1966 until 2000. Beginning with the 2001 holiday season, ABC held rights to the special, and after 18 consecutive years of being broadcast on the network, the special aired on ABC the last time on December 5th, 2019 at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. In October 2020, Apple TV Plus acquired exclusive rights to all Peanuts-related media. Under the terms of the agreement, Apple Plus TV must make a Charlie Brown Christmas and two other holiday specials, It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, available for free on the platform during a three-day window. As for the music, it just feels like Christmas. It makes you want to Cuddle up in a blanket by a warm fire with a drink to sip on. Maybe you bring a book or just let the delicate jazz tones of Giraldi's classic score help you drift off on a long winter's nap. Merry Christmas, everyone. Here now, a Charlie Brown Christmas.
the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Merry Christmas. This is Eric Silver from The One Upbeat. What is it about certain soundtracks that make us feel a certain way? 25 years ago this year, Diddy Kong Racing released for the Nintendo 64. And while it is not itself a Christmas game, if you were to ask me about some of my favorite Christmas games, it's been the first one that comes to mind for me for the last quarter century. Sure, there's a snow-themed world in the game called Snowflake Mountain, but that's only about a fifth of the game. For years, I've read others associate the game with the holiday season as well, but what is it? Music has such a strong impact on our emotions, so certainly the soundtrack is a big part of that. I asked DKR composer David Wise this question, and this is what he offered as a response. Hi, I'm David Wise, and I was the composer for Diddy Kong Racing back in the day when I used to work at Rare Limited. A lot of people think that Diddy Kong Racing is a Christmas time game, and the truth is we always aim to get our games released just before Thanksgiving, or in time for Thanksgiving and therefore Christmas. Now, with that in mind and a whole area dedicated to ice and snow, it seemed like a good opportunity to create some Christmassy style music. I took inspiration from several Christmassy style songs, and they use instruments such as sleigh bell, which is a big staple, and bell sounds, organ, anything that's cheery and sort of happy, bit of guitar as well. Now, the icy levels look very Austrian, and as I go skiing in Austria quite regularly, taking inspiration from the instruments they use in Austria, and especially during the ski season, seemed very easy to integrate it to Diddycom Racing. So the icy Christmassy vibe was very, very intentional. Some might say Wise was able to tap into the feeling of nostalgia somehow with his music, making us feel nostalgic for a time of year, even when the game was new for those of us who played it back in 1997. It's certainly the best theory I've heard so far. Maybe we'll conclusively solve the mystery within the next 25 years, but for now, let's listen to the music from Snowflake Mountain, which includes Everfrost Peak, which shares its music with Snowball Valley, Walrus Cove, and Frosty Village. You can tell me if this is your first time hearing the music as well, yet you still feel nostalgic for the Christmas season.
bringing you the very best music for film, TV and video games. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. My name is Jason Drury and with a bit of luck and the odd burn envelope, I still enjoy the honour and privilege of hosting the archive show and talking soundtracks on the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Network. 2022 has been another busy year for me with some fascinating interviews with guests such as Dominic Lewis, Craig Safan, and two people who for some weird reason wanted me to interview them a second time, Logan Austin and Juliet Merchant. And we'll be press ganging more innocent souls for me to talk to in 2023 as well. Also this year I've done some more archive shows and a special Patreon request show which seemed to work despite some contributors changing the parameters but I think we just about got away with it. My Christmas offering this year features music from an adaptation of a classic Christmas tale. Christmas Carol the Movie, a 2001 British live action animation film based on the Charles Dickens 1843 classic novella, A Christmas Carol. It had a screenplay by Piet Kroon and Robert Llewellyn and was directed by Jimmy T. Murakami. The credits include a segment in Heavy Metal in 1981, the Oscar nominated for Snowman in 1982, When the Wind Blows in 1986, and the classic 1980 sci-fi adventure Battle Beyond the Stars. The film featured the voices of... Simon Callow, Kate Winslet, Kate's sister, Beth Winslet, and Nicolas Cage. The live action sequences features Simon Callow as Charles Dickens reading his tale to an audience in a theatre in Boston. The music for the film features traditional Christmas carols and a very strong and dramatic score composed by Julian Knott, who is best known for his work on the Wallace and Gromit series of films. You could say it was a cracking effort for a film which as time has passed, has seemed to be largely forgotten due to its initial poor performance at the box office. So here now is music from the 2001 live-action animated film Christmas Carol the Movie. The original score composed by Julian Knott and performed by the City of Prague Philharmonic Orchestra, orchestrated and conducted by Nick Rain. The original soundtrack recording is still available from EMI Soundtracks. From me, Jason Drury, to all listeners of the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast Network, may I wish you a Merry Christmas and a prosperous and healthy New Year.
On the air and streaming on the web since 1996, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello, Lee Bricknell here on the Cinematic Sound Network, broadcasting from a very cold and frosty UK. My Christmas soundtrack pick is the Claws Family 3. I've watched Claws Family 1 and 2 and I'm really looking forward to this new one. The previous two scores have been superbly composed by Anne Catherine Dern, who I have to say has superbly caught the spirit of Christmas in all three of these not-to-be-missed Family Xmas movies. All three of the movies have a notable theme, which capture the warmth, fun and, most importantly, the magic of Christmas. Let's listen to the opening track, Can You Hear the Bells?, followed by the Orient Express and then Papa Noel.
there was definitely something naughty going on in that last track. <laughs> and I love the Spanish flamenco feel it had. The score is full on fun and mischief, which you can hear in this next cue called Never Up to Any Good, followed by A Family Affair and finishing with Arrival at the Gate. Thank you. 
I do hope you've enjoyed our peek into one of this year's most fabulous soundtracks for the Christmas season. If you want to listen to more, it's currently streaming on most platforms and is released by Movie Score Media. Have a superb Christmas and all the best for 2023. Bringing you the very best music for film, TV and video games, this is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Happy Holidays! I'm Jay Blake Fischera, and I'm the author of the Score to Death books, the director of the upcoming documentary, Score to Death, The Dark Art of Scary Movie Music, and of course the host of Score to Death Radio, right here on the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. I'm very excited to once again take part in the annual holiday special. It is one of the only occasions when we here at Cinematic Sound Radio all work together on one show. And I always find it very exciting. The relationship between horror and Christmas has been a long-lasting and interesting one. Whether we go back several centuries to the origin of the Krampus, or just 178 years to when Charles Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol, it seems that horror has almost always been a part of celebrating the Christmas holiday. And with the first film adaptation of A Christmas Carol dating all the way back to 1901 and the dawn of cinema, it seems only natural that Christmas movies would eventually find themselves occupying a popular subgenre of the horror film. Now, in the interest of full disclosure, though I am a fan of Christmas horror movies and I love doing the Cinematic Sound Radio holiday special, I always find it a little bit stressful. The problem with being the quote-unquote horror guy on the network is that although there are many great Christmas horror films, when you actually start listening to their scores, only a very small percentage of them actually feature Christmassy music. And I always feel a little bit of pressure to find a collection of cues from one film that will help create a pleasurable holiday listening experience that's in concert with my fellow hosts' playlists. I'm happy to say that after a lot of listening and revisiting horror scores, I think I found a perfect candidate. Alex Kaskin's score for 2015's A Christmas Horror Story, which is an ironic title because the film is actually made up of four interwoven stories, each with their own beginning, middle, and end. It's a fun film directed by Grant Harvey, Stephen Hoban, and Brett Sullivan, and it features a memorable performance by the one and only William Shatner. And with the four stories being interwoven, it is an interesting take on the horror anthology film, which itself is a popular subgenre. But before I get to the music from a horror Christmas story, I'd like to play a short little holiday thing that I whipped up over the last two weeks or so. I have been a gigging musician for a long time, but after years of interviewing composers, I have finally begun creating music of my own on the good old computer. And on Score to Death Radio, I've spent much of the last year exploring the work of the band Goblin. So, it feels only fitting that I close out 2022 with a little nod to one of my favorite bands. So, first you'll hear a short little homage to Goblin by yours truly, then a suite of cues from Alex Kaskin's fantastic score for A Christmas Horror Story. Thank you all for supporting Cinematic Sound Radio, and thank you to Eric for giving us a forum to play music. Happy Holidays!
sleep wishes to keep jing jingling come here us sing breaths on the doors stockings and more magic this dry spells come alive snow in the air laughter to share family and friends season to cleanse joyful and dear end of the year tis a very fun and special christmas tis a very fun and special christmas it's christmas eve all you believe Santa is here, but once 
on the air and streaming on the web since 1996. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello, I am Randy Andrews. Today on the segment for The Christmas Show, I thought it would be nice to focus on an anime called Fate Grand Order. In particular, there are three cues that really stand out. One is from the Carnival album of Fate the Grand Order, and then it's just entitled Merry Christmas. And it really highlights the ideas of the holiday, and it's composed by Yasuharu Takanashi. Then the next two are on the fourth album of Fate Grand Order, and that's uh, composed by Kita Hega. Uh, the two other cues are called Chaldea's Christmas and Hero the Gathering on Christmas Eve. All three of these equal about seven minutes of music, and it's a delight to see on in the series how it plays into the show and how the events of the program uh, really like the animation style, the lighting, the colors uh, for the episodes are really good, actually, and um, really well well done. So I think you'll enjoy this uh, delightful music uh, at this time of year, and it gives a good balance of climatic elements to the show. And then I think you'll enjoy these one by Yasuharu, Takanashi, and then the two composed by Kita Hega. And until next time, keep watching your anime and happy listening.
bringing you the very best music for film, TV, and video games. This is the Cinematic Sound Radio Network. Hello, folks. Rob Daniels here, the Obscure Scores Guy. Yeah, I know I haven't been around much, and for that I do have to apologize. 2022 has brought its own share of challenges, and I hope to get past that and move on to 2023. However, I hope to make up for that with this year's Christmas offering. The Christmas Dragon is a 2014 film that sees a group of orphans who go on a journey to restore lost magic and save Christmas. I guess you could kind of call this a Lord of the Rings type Christmas story. Eh, I guess so. Oh, by the way, you just heard Gimli. He's my cat. He's presenting his Christmas greeting this year as well. Now, the score here was written by James Schaefer and was released digitally.
Well, that's all for me. If you're interested in the scores I play on Obscure Scores, don't hesitate to contact me at visionsinsound at gmail.com. You can also visit my website at visionsinsound.ca or you can listen to my regular show, Visions in Sound, of course, at 98.5 CKWR, 12 to 2 a.m. every Saturday morning or stream it live on ckwr.com. Well, I sincerely hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. As my late wife Dorothea would say, love each other, care for each other, and don't let time go by where you don't say the things that are important. No matter how you celebrate it this year, Merry Christmas and the best of 2023. Well, that's it for Cinematic Sound Radio's Christmas special. Thank you very much again for tuning in. I really hope you enjoyed the show. And again, we will have a new Christmas special for you next year, guaranteed. To end off today's program, here's a Christmas song that I just absolutely love. It is John Williams's Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas from Home Alone 2. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, wherever you are in this world. Again, thank you very much for tuning in. And until next time, take care, everyone, and happy listening.
Thank you for listening to the Cinematic Sound Radio Podcast. I want to thank Tim Burton for providing his voice for all the bumpers you hear throughout the program, and to David Casina for providing Cinematic Sound Radio's theme music. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please email us at cinematicsound at yahoo.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to us today, please take a moment right now to leave us a rating and a review of the podcast. You can get a Cinematic Sound Radio t-shirt at our Tee Public store. You can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash cinematic sound radio. And don't forget to check us out on the web at cinematicsound.net.